Well, the semifinal matchup for the World Cup is set. We're joined by ABC News correspondent Tom Rivers from the Foreign Desk in London to break down this matchup. And there's some history on uh, on the stage when it comes to the World Cup this year. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah, we uh, we got some teams that we would expect to be there. Some teams we didn't really expect to be there, but uh, pretty exciting matches Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday semi is going to be uh, Croatia. And Argentina, Argentina, you would certainly expect to be there. They uh, defeated uh, the Netherlands in the quarters. Uh, Croatia, wow, they're a pretty good team, but, you know, they they beat uh, Brazil on penalties. So, wow, they've uh, really rocketed into the semifinals this time. The other one we're looking at is uh, Morocco. Again, everybody's darling this year. They beat uh, Portugal in the quarters. And France, the team expected to be there. They beat England Saturday. It was a heartbreaker. 2-1. England, with its star striker, uh, Harry Kane, could have equalized at the 11th hour, and the ball and the penalty sailed right over the top bar. So there you go. We got uh, two great two great matchups this week, and then the weekend we got the big final. Yeah, I was watching in a pub filled with uh, English expats uh, who were watching that game, <laughs> and it was uh, it was so depressing afterward. Let's say, uh, but there was a lot of talk about the refereeing in that match. What, yep. what do you think? You know, there, I, I watched it as well, and there were some questionable calls. But you know, you, you, in any sport, talk about the NFL, whatever. There's always going to be that. So you have to almost raise your game above that and say, we're going to be so good, even if there's questionable calls, we're going to be in a position where we have to positively win this thing. And it was a pretty close matchup. But, uh, yeah, Harry Kane, I tell you, if he came through, would have been 2-2. We would have uh, seen maybe a very, very different game. But uh, it is what it is. That's the way the ball bounces in four years. Not all, but some games can be coming to the U.S., which is going to be exciting for you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the host uh, nation, uh, because there were some uh, blips, some glitches at the beginning of all of this. Uh, it seems like uh, things have been running pretty smoothly now. Yeah, exactly. But it shows you money, money talks. And, uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking in the rearview mirror, should Qatar ever have even been awarded the games? Uh, Twelve years ago, the decision was made. Many commentators are saying no. Uh, just too many problems along the way, uh, concerns about LGBTQ concerns, uh, down to the level of uh, selling beer in the concourses in the stadium. That was, uh, you know, shot down two days before the tournament began. So, yes, uh, I think a lot of people are going to look back at this, if you will, uh, cutter games and say, you know, it was really uh, and probably not the best decision. But it was one, and these, these groups, too, on that level in FIFA, uh, you know, there's all potential or allegations of collusion, saying, well, if you help me this time, you'll scratch my back next time, and, uh, you know, votes can somehow go forward that way, and you can get some pretty unexpected venue locations. Well, and it's very similar to what we saw with the uh, World Cup games a few years ago back in uh 
Russia. A lot of talk uh, very mm-hmm. similar to uh, what we saw in Qatar leading up to. Then the whistle blew, and really all attention was on uh, the pitch. And it seems like it's kind of following that same pattern. And really what uh, FIFA officials were hoping for, that once uh, all the action got underway, it was more talking about what was happening on field than off field. And that might be uh, the legacy that gets left as well. Well, I don't think that's going to be the legacy. I think once the games start, yeah, everybody here is focused on the game, uh, as I'm sure they are in the States. But uh, aside from that, there are a host of questions that that are nagging and will not be sports washed away. Uh, Why did they get the games? What restrictions are placed on uh, individuals, et cetera, et cetera? What kind of an armband can you wear or not? Even Secretary of State Blinken got into that um you know it's about freedom of expression uh and you try to separate sports and politics and as you well know it's very very difficult to do sometimes absolutely you know uh, and there was a world club question that you know we were missed to have asked you a couple weeks ago so uh if we can go back in time just a bit when we had that big match between the u.s and england what side were you rooting for Mm. well i was pulling for the u.s but I had the luxury of going, you know, well, if, if the U.S. does check out here, uh, at least England was expected to get at least one more game. So I cheered for them. But now it's difficult. I think I'll, I, I might – it's difficult to see who I should go for. I might go with Croatia now. Mm. Um, France is always very, very good. Morocco is the darling. Yes, it is, in fact. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, Argentina is always there as well. I'm switching well, Morocco. Just because they shouldn't be there, but they are still there. All right. Well, we got the Rivers pick for the uh, rest of the World <laughs> Cup. Tom, we appreciate it. <laughs> Take care.